The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 Sports presents High School Football. Third and six at their own 31-yard line. Everybody in the box and back to pass as Jones trying to set up a screen. Backside, Larchek is wide open. There's nobody within 30 yards. 30, 20, left sideline, 10, block, touchdown. This afternoon, the Arcadia Loop City Rebels travel to the Panhandle to battle the Hemingford Bobcats. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Third down and all of five yards to go here. Fake the handoff. Little hitch and go. Went go a little late to Miner. It's picked off by Rogers at the 17-yard line. Arcadia Loop City has won three straight and looks to keep their season alive with their road win this afternoon in Hemingford. It's the Rebels and the Bobcats coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Hemingford right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, of course, was uh, the football game here against Perkins County. Last week, the playoff game against Arapahoe, and today, the playoff game against Arcadia Loop City. Our pregame show brought to you by Farmer State Bank. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll hear from Hemingford head football coach, Jordan Hans, Mike Lessinger chatted with Jordan uh, a short time ago, and you'll hear that interview after you hear this. You're listening to high school football playoff action here on Double Q Country Radio and Power 99. Qualifications rules. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to be a PA. And one night called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think... He seems was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Today's state football playoff game is brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed Dealer. But there as well, we were ahead, I think, um, maybe 42 to 14 at that point. They get a score right there before half, and then they had the ball coming out of half and another score. Then it's a, a two-score game, and, a, and all of a sudden, with all the momentum in their favor, 
Our kids did a really nice job of kind of bowing their necks and making sure that we uh, ended the game when we did by kind of uh, making that stop right before halftime and then coming out after half and scoring a quick one. You had mentioned to us last week that your game plan was that you wanted to see if your your guys up front, your offensive line could kind of take control of things and get your running game going. Those guys have been playing really well, and you, you've mentioned this every week, but I think it, it bears repeating because if you've got those guys up front playing well, you can have success and go deep into this playoff, and that's exciting. Oh, absolutely. There's not a lot of high school kids that uh, their interior three linemen are as big as our interior three linemen. We just got a really big group, and they're and they're playing really well together right now. And that's, I mean, it's evident. Justin Davis has 307 yards rushing on the day, and he's a great back, but he does not do that without those guys up front. We'll look a little bit now as we move into second round play. We'll see an Arcadia Loop City team that had a, a nice win in in their matchup against Elm Creek. And that game was uh, was really close. I think they played the last game of the regular season against each other. Then they turned around, matched up in the first round of the playoffs. And first time around, it was 40-12. to 12. Last week, it ended up 28-18. So, but uh, they are a 5-4 and four team. Looks like you have a couple of common opponents, maybe, in uh, South Loop and Burwell. But uh, they have some athletes, and uh, they'll pose some challenges for you coming in. They play in that same district with South Loop and Burwell, so they're definitely battle tested. Um, that's a that's a pretty difficult district that they that they play in. Can kind of throw that second score out the window. It's tough to beat a team twice in one season, and it's really tough to beat a team twice in six days. And that's what they did. And so we know that they're going to be good. You know they should be good. It's the second round of the playoffs. There's only 16 teams left, and so uh, you don't expect to just have cupcake opponents you expect all the teams to be good and give you give us their best shot this time of year and we're going to we're going to try and do the same you look at um, what they do they look um, like a, a run oriented team uh, they've got a lot of kids on their roster um, they might have some injuries but uh, their skill players look to be pretty tough don't they a pretty traditionally strong program the Arcadia Loop City co-op has not been that old. Uh, we played Loop City in the playoffs in 2012, I believe. And so the ALC deal hasn't, isn't that long of a, of a tradition, mm-hmm. but uh, they cut down from 11 men last year where they were in the Class C2 playoffs, and I think they might have even won a game. So they know what the playoffs are about. Big physical up front, run the football, and like to impose their will. We feel like we have a, a pretty decent feel for them, but the uh, the thing that you just can't simulate with teams like that is size and and physicality. Uh, you just it's awfully difficult to do in practice to simulate that. And so if we can withstand that first little bit of the game where they come out and punch us in the mouth, then I think we'll be all right. And your game plan will not probably. A lot either. You're, you've done this all season long, and it, like you say, it probably won't change a whole lot now. Maybe a tweak or two here or there, but you're going to rely on those guys up front. You're going to try and run the ball, and you need to take care of the football, avoid turnovers, uh, cut down on penalties, all those things we talk about every week, but they're all important, especially come playoff time. Uh, a break or two here or there could make a, a difference uh, when you get down to this time of year. 
thing that's big that may get overlooked that we've really, really stressed with our kids this week is a two-point conversion success rate. You score three touchdowns and you you convert on all of your two-point conversions, it's like scoring four touchdowns. If you don't score any two-point conversions, to score four touchdowns to get to 24. So um, we've really talked about that conversion rate. Those things become super important when you are trying to stretch the game from 8 to 10 or from 8 to 6. Those two-point conversions where everybody's going for two in our league, those conversion rates are really important. As you look towards this game, too, this is going to be your second game uh, at home, which is very exciting, too. It's nice to have uh, a bright, sunny afternoon game at Bobcat Field, and uh, I know you look forward to that, too. Oh, absolutely. Looking forward to it. going to be a great crowd out there. Letting school out at 1.30, so hopefully we can get a bunch of the student body out there dressed up in their Halloween costume, and hopefully we give them a, a nice treat. Bobcat head coach Jordan Haas with us on our Farmer State Bank pregame report. We are back with more right after this. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Today's state playoff action is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. We are back in Hemingford where the national anthem has been performed by the Hemingford High School Pet Band. And the color guard has brought the United States flag off the field. And we are just uh, three minutes away from beginning this afternoon's football game between the Hemingford Bobcats and the Arcadia Loop City uh, Rebels. And uh, we welcome you to the broadcast this afternoon, and we'll do the best we can to paint the picture and hope you enjoy listening to it as much as we will bringing it to you here on Double Q Country Radio in Alliance and also on Power 99 down in the Kearney area. This uh, may be a football game, a tale of two running backs, Caden Kusick, number 12 for uh, Arcadia Loop City, and probably more and more throughout the afternoon, we'll just call them the Rebels because it's a lot easier to say Rebels than Arcadia Loop City. But uh, Caden Kusick of the Rebels, a fine running back who has jaunted for more than 1,500 yards this year. And, of course, Hemingford's Justin Davis, through uh, eight ball games, has rushed for over 1,100 yards. He has a total of 1,150, and Justin wears number 12, as does Keaton Kusick of uh, the Rebels. The public address announcer is introducing the um, starting lineups for Hemingford right now. 
And he's uh, picturing the offense, or he is uh, highlighting the offense as they are being introduced to a pretty good crowd here in Hemingford this afternoon. Again, it's uh, the middle of the week. It's a Wednesday. It's almost 2 o'clock. Uh, we do have a really good crowd here. The stands are not full. There's plenty of seats, but as you know, here in Hemingford, lots of folks line the north, south, and west sides of the field uh, with their vehicles and watch the game from their vehicles. And quite a few people standing down on the west side by the concession stand taking in this broadcast. Again, uh, this is an east-west field. The wind is out of the west this afternoon at 15 to 20 miles an hour. So Arcadia, Luke City, the Rebels, will be receiving the opening kickoff and will be driving into that wind first. Coming forward, uh, will kick off and have the wind at their back here in the uh, first quarter of this football game. Back to receive the kick for Arcadia Loop City for the Rebels. And picking up those numbers is a little bit more difficult. It's kind of an unusual design of a number on a uniform. Looks like we have Caden Kusick, one of those back there to receive, and I can't pick up the other number. Of course, number 88, Gabe, uh, Greg Randolph of Hemingford will be kicking the football away this afternoon as he's done all year long. I fully expect him to boot this ball through the end zone. He has an excellent leg. He's had several touchbacks, and he has the aid of that strong wind to get this one put into the end zone, but we'll wait and see. We won't call it until we actually see it. The ball is teed up on the 30-yard line, and this ball game is underway here on KAAQ Alliance and KKPR. In Kearney, Kevin Horn with you this afternoon. Jason Wentworth running the controls, and there's the kick, and it's down to the goal line and into the end zone, so the ball will come out to the 15-yard line to start this afternoon's football game for the uh, Rebels. Again, the name you'll hear broadcast a lot this afternoon is Caden uh, Kusick. He's rushed for over 1,500 yards, of course, Justin Davis of Hemingford has rushed for 1,150 yards. That is through eight football games as he was injured and did not play down at Burwell earlier this year. The quarterback is Jaden Jones. He's a junior. He's in the gun, and he turns, and he hands off to a man running around the right side. Looks like Logan Gregory. Is that number 17 or is that number 12? Again, the numbers are a little bit difficult to see. I believe that was number 17. Yes, Logan Gregory uh, running the ball on the left side, and he got a good pickup of about nine yards before being shoved out of bounds at the 24-yard uh, line. So first and, I'm sorry, second and one at the 24. The Rebels at their own 24-yard line. It is Jones again in the um, gun, and he hands off to Kusick, and Kusick's got a first down as he crosses the 25 to about the 30-yard line. First and 10 for the uh, Rebels at their own 30-yard line as Kusick got uh, five and a half yards on that run. Again, good for the uh, first down. And the Rebels moving to our right towards the uh, west end zone. They break the huddle and come up over the football. And in the gun again is Jones. He sends 
Gregory in motion. He hands off to Gregory. Gregory's got a big hole. He crosses midfield and is finally tackled at the 35-yard line, bringing him down was Justin Davis. Gregory was set out to the left side. He came in motion to the right, and Jones gave him a handoff. He cut back upfield, and that's a nice gain of uh, 15 yards to the 35-yard line of Hemingford. So for the first time this afternoon, the Rebels cross midfield and are in Hemingford territory. No score. We're just underway. We played 51 seconds into this football game. Again, Gregory goes in motion, and there's the handoff to Kusick, and he's nailed at the line of scrimmage by a whole stack of red shirts. Leading the tackle is Luke Cullen for the Bobcats. So that'll bring up, actually it's a loss on the play of about a half a yard. No gain, a loss on the play of a half a yard for Keaton Kusick. So it's second down, we'll call it second and 11 at the 36-yard line. Rebels with three men in the backfield. Jones is in the uh, gun, of course. I mean, for it looks like they want to blitz, and there they go. Direct snap goes to Kusick, and he runs for a first down across the 25 to about the 23-yard line. Justin Davis comes up with the football, but the official says no. It's uh, The fumble was caused by the ground, so ball remains in possession of the Rebels. And it's a first down run for Caden Kusick across the 25 to the 24-yard line. Their second first down of this drive. The Rebels have been in the shotgun exclusively. There's the snap and the give to Kusick. He's got a hole, and he's running all the way down to the 11-yard line. Nice run of about uh, eight, almost nine yards on that play. It's, no, it's more than that. It's good for a first down all the way down to the 11-yard line. First down run for uh, Kusick. Ten minutes remaining, first quarter, no score on our West Coast scoreboard between, Alliance, uh, between Hemingford and uh, Arcadia Loop City. Second round of the D1 playoffs. There's a direct snap to number 39, Jared Larchick, who is in the backfield, and he gains maybe two yards to the nine-yard line, ball just inside the 10. The left side of the Hemingford line brought him down. Alex Plogue over there, as well as couple of other players. So second and nine at the 10 for the Rebels. Turek looks like he wants to blitz and the handoff goes, I believe, to Kusick and he's down to the five-yard line. And on the stop is Plogue. Farragher also getting up off the uh, bottom of the pile. So now a big third down and five for a third down and four, I should say, at the five. So the Rebels can get a first down before getting a touchdown. They get down to the inside the one, they'll have a first down. Third and four from the five. And here's Jones, and he hands off to Kusick, and he's smacked right away by Austin Ferreter. Ferreter nailed him at the six-yard line. Lost on the play of the yard. That brings up a fourth down and five at the six-yard line for Arcadia Loop City. So let's see what the Rebels do here. 
on a sun-splashed Halloween afternoon here in Hemingford in northwest Box Butte County. The Rebels call timeout. Timeout taken by Arcadia Loop City. So we'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to high school football, Hemingford Bobcat football against Arcadia Loop City on Double Q Country and Power 99. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. State football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. So we are back in Hemingford with uh, the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City facing a fourth down and five at the six-yard line. They started this drive at their own 15 and have moved it to the Hemingford five and then were thrown back a yard to the six. There's Kusick straight up the middle. How close to a first down is he? It's right near the goal line, but there's a flag on the play. The flag came in at the nine-yard line over here on the near side, so let's see what this is all about. Illegal procedure against the Rebels. So that'll cost Arcadia Loop City five, and let's see what they're going to move it back. Yeah, they are going to move it back to the uh, 11-yard line, so this will bring up a fourth down and ten for the uh, Rebels at the 11-yard line of Hemingford. 8.04 left in the first quarter. No score here on our West Coast scoreboard. The Rebels have held this football for almost four minutes. Again, starting this drive at their own 15, moving it to the Hemingford 5 before losing a yard on a play and then being penalized five yards. Fourth and ten at the 11, and here's Jones. He's all alone in the backfield. He drops back to throw. He's looking. He's under pressure. He tosses the ball to Kusick, and Kusick is out of bounds at the nine-yard line, and nowhere close, of course, to a first down. So Hemingford holds on downs and will take the football over at the 11-yard line, their own 11-yard line. So again, uh, the Rebels hold the ball for four minutes and three seconds, but come up short, come up empty, on uh, trying to get some points. They were down there in great position, but came away with nothing. All right, here's Turek, the quarterback under center for Hemingford in the eye with Justin Davis in the top of the eye. The first time he touched the ball last week, he went 65 yards for a touchdown, and Davis gets the handoff. He stops after a gain of only about a yard. So second and nine for Hemingford at their own 12-yard line. Justin Davis and Carter Buhight, number 20, will alternate at running back and bring plays in from the bench all afternoon long. And it's a windy day here in Hemingford. You may be hearing the wind whipping through our microphones as we're in an open booth here on the north side of the field. There's the give to Carter Buhight. He's running the right side with a 20. He's got a first down to the... 25-yard line. Nice run by Carter Buhite off the right side. First and 10 Bobcats at the 25-yard line. Actually, they're going to mark it at the 24-yard line. 
So the Cats are up over the football. Back in the I formation. Turek under center. Davis in the top of the eye. The flip to Davis running the left side. And he cuts up field across the 25 to about the 27. In on the stop is Clayton Defla for the Rebels. He's a guy that's been on a ton of, in on a ton of tackles this year for the Rebels. Second and seven, Hemi Ford at the 23. Turek looks over the defense, and a whistle stops play. Let's see if we had some movement on Hemingford. The Arcadia Loop City coaches say there is, and so does the official. So that'll move the ball back about uh, five yards or so. And then bring up a second down and 11 at the Hemingford 23-yard line. Six and a half minutes remaining, first quarter. We've only had one pass in this football game thus far. That was the pass for Arcadia Loop City to Kusick, which was on fourth down, and he caught it and then ran out of bounds. There's a pass, and Cullen is wide open to the 30, to the 25, and down he goes at the 21-yard line. In on the stop is Gregory for Arcadia Loop City. Beautiful pass by Brian Turek down the left side, and Cullen hauled it in. And finally at the 30, and then was tackled at the 21-yard line by Gregory. So first in 10, Hemingford, they're going to actually mark it at the 22 of the Rebels. So the Bobcats with their second first down of the afternoon. And the give to Carter Buheit. Buheit runs the left side across the 20, down to the 18-yard line. And on the stop, again, Clayton Deathless. We had his stats for how many tackles he's been on in on this year, and it was just absolutely phenomenal. He's been in on one going into this game. He's been in on 114 tackles for the Rebels. That is a workhorse on defense. All right, Turek in the gun on a second down and six at the 18. There's a flip to Davis running the right side. Justin cuts back upfield. He's looking for blockers, and he's brought down inside the five at the four-yard line. Justin Davis is a short, little guy, but, boy, he is a smart runner. He does not get into a hurry. He does not get into a hurry, and uh, he, he slows up, waits for the holes to open up, and he did a beautiful job of reading his offensive line that time and getting all the way down to the four-yard line. And here's the give to Carter Buheit. Buheit runs the left side. He's down to about the two-yard line. So heading forward, short of the touchdown, short of the goal line by two yards for sure, maybe one. They probably will mark that ball between the one and the two. Actually, we're going to make it at the two, mark it at the two. Second down and goal at the two-yard line. Turret turns, gives to Davis. Davis is stacked up. He bounces off the left side, and oh, a great, no, he got in. Touchdown. I was going to say a great tackle by Jaden Kalinowski, but Turek took on big number 55 Kalinowski and just got the ball over the goal line. Good for a touchdown. Two-yard run for uh, Justin Davis scores six points for Hemming Ford. So 4.34 remaining in the first quarter, and Davis scores on a two-yard run. 
Now, as you heard in the pregame show, Coach Haas talked to Mike Glessinger about just how important these two-point conversion attempts are. So let's see if Hemingford can, can convert here and go up by eight. Turek, the quarterback, keeps the ball himself, and he stops short. So Arcadia Loop City with excellent defense there, stopping the quarterback Ryan Turek short of the goal line. So with four minutes and 34 seconds left in the first quarter of this football game, Hemingford leads Arcadia Loop City six to nothing. Let's take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to High School Football on Double Q Country and Power 99. Erickson Ford in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Offering superior sales and service for our valued customers, we look forward to serving you. Erickson Ford in Loop City offers new Ford cars, crossovers, SUVs, trucks, and commercial trucks. You can find your dream car from our beautiful Ford showroom. To see our fine selection of new and pre-owned vehicles stop and see us at 813 p street in loop city or you can shop online at wesellservice.net erickson ford in loop city built ford proud today's state football playoff game is brought to you by impact ag partners craig weeches and todd travis your pioneer seed dealer driven down to the goal line and picked up there by preston rogers this guy is a real speedster, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 18-yard line by another speedster, Justin Davis, who just scored that Hemingford touchdown. What was so impressive about that score is Davis took the handoff, went straight up the middle, got hit right at the 3- or 4-yard line. It looked like he would be thrown for a loss. Then he quickly darted to the outside, uh, and then looked like he'd be tackled short of the goal line by uh, Jaden Kalinowski, who is a 230-pound defender, and Justin Davis probably is not more than 140 or 145 pounds, but Davis took him on and got the ball across the goal line. And here is the run by Kusick, and Kusick, boy, he's a tough, hard-nosed runner all the way up to the 29-yard line. And on the stop for Hemingford is Jake Selman, number 42. But a good power run of, uh, I'm going to call it about uh, nine yards. Yep, that's where they mark it, a nine-yard game for Caden Kusick. And he's rushed for over 1,500 yards this year. And there's the snap in the gun, and the direct snap to Kusick, and he's nailed at the line of scrimmage, maybe lost some yardage. Cloak in on the stop. Also Selman in there. Also Austin Farragher in there for Hemming Ford. So that'll bring up a second down and nine. Actually, it'll be third down. And what they're going to measure, we may have spoke too soon. I think he's short, but the officials want the measurement. So the chain gang comes in from the far side of the field, which is the Rebels bench, to inside the hash mark here on the near side of the field and they stretch the chains and he's short by oh about two or three inches is all but he is short so that'll bring up a third down in inches for the rebels arcadia loop uh, city huddling back between the 15 and 20. And they mark the football again at the 29, just a couple of inches short of the first down. 
but we'll see if uh, Jones just uh, sneaks it straight ahead. It's a tough Hemming Ford defensive line he's going up against, though. This would be huge if Hemming Ford could stop the Rebels here. And waiting on the snap from Poe. We had illegal procedure on the Rebels as one of the running backs, Jared Larchick, moved too soon. So that'll cost uh, the Rebels five yards and move the ball back to the 24-yard line. So third down and just a hair over five yards to go for the first down now for the Rebels. Two minutes. And correct that three minutes and 55 seconds left in the first quarter. Six to nothing, Hemming Ford leading the Rebels here on our West Coast scoreboard. And Jones in the gun. No, it's Pisek taking the direct snap, and he's going to be real close to a first down. Actually, I think he's got it. I think he's got the first down by the length of the football. Yep, he does. The official says first down. So the direct snap to Kusick who's back uh, basically in the shotgun position as a quarterback. We'll call it the Wildcat. You may remember Rex Burkhead running that at Nebraska a few years ago. And he ran to the left. Kusick ran to the left after taking the direct snap and got the first bet down by the length of the football. Just short of the 30, first and 10, Arcadia, Luke City, trailing 6 to nothing, And here's Kusick gaining about 5 yards to the 35-yard line. It's Kate Payne in on the stop for Hemming Ford. Also Brian Turek down there. So second and five for the Bobcats. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Hemming Ford with a six to nothing lead here on our West Coast scoreboard. Yes, the Bobcats drove about 71 yards or so. 71-yard scoring drive capped off by a two-yard run by Justin Davis. And here is... Gregory carrying the football across the 40 to about the 39-yard line. And that should be a first down. Yes, it is. As the wind whips through our broadcast booth this afternoon here in Hemingford. Uh, United States flag down in the southwest corner of this uh, field is uh, really whipping in the wind. As it stands proudly by the Hemingford Bobcat scoreboard, a relatively new scoreboard that was put up a few years ago. All right, there's the give uh, to, to uh, Larchick, and he's got a good eight yards on the play, but there's a flag thrown at the 40 right at midfield. So let's see what the officials say went wrong here face mask on Hemingford. So that's going to be an automatic first down for the uh, Rebels. So that'll move the football to the 27-yard line. First down at the 27 for Arcadia Loop City. And they're up over the football. Two men are split out to the right here. Jones is in the gun. He sends Gregory in motion. He gives to Gregory, and Gregory's got a big hole. And he's running down the far sideline, finally tackled by Justin Davis at the two-yard line. One of the Arcadia Loop City uh, defenders kind of pushed Davis in the back a little bit, but nothing called. It wasn't very flagrant. 
Justin still able to get over there and bring down Gregory at the two-yard line. So the Rebels in great position now to tie this game up or possibly take a lead. Six to nothing, 2-10 left in our ball game, first quarter of our ball game, that is. Rebels are up over the football in the gun. And the quarter, boy, that wind is just it's shifting to the, from the southwest and driving us nuts. And there's a run into the end zone, good for a touchdown. Touchdown run for Arcadia Loop Town, Loop City. Run of about two yards, good for a touchdown. And I didn't see the player who carried it because I was trying to adjust my microphone to get it out of the wind. So my apologies for that, but we'll find out and let you know during our break. All right, here's uh, Arcadia Loop City going for two to give us to Kusick, and Cole nails him at the line of scrimmage. That two-point conversion fails, so the score remains 6-6 six to six, with 2.07 left in the uh, uh, first quarter of this football game. Each team has scored a touchdown on a two-yard run, and the double extra point uh, has failed on each attempt. So let's take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and also on Power 99. Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today. Today's state playoff action is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Coming forward, and that two-yard touchdown run was credited to Caden Kusick. So Kusick has scored on a two-yard run for the Rebels. And Justin Davis has scored on a two-yard run for Hemingford. We've got a head knocker here this afternoon, as we expected we would have. 6-6, six to six, 207 left in the first quarter, and here's the kick by the Rebels. And it drives Carter Buhite back into the end zone. And Hemingford will take the ball over at the 15-yard line. Of course, eight-man football, we're on an 80-yard field. 32 teams began the playoffs in Class uh, D1. 32 teams, of course, in D2. And D1 and D2 are playing their second-round games today. Classes A, B, C1, C2, and six-man will continue their playoff uh, fortunes on Friday. All right, here's Turek in the gun for Hemingford, standing back at his 10, five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Turek will keep the football himself over the right side of the line for about two yards. And on the stop for Arcadia, Loop City was number 54, Gus Ducker, 195-pound junior. Second and eight now for Hemingford at the 17-yard line. Turek back in the gun. He's all alone in the backfield. And he gives the Buhite running to the left side. He's being chased, but he cuts up field 
for about uh, four yards or so to the 22-yard line, maybe five. And it'll be third and three at the 22-yard line. Minute and a half to go, first quarter, six to six. We're all tied up here on our West Coast scoreboard. It's an absolutely spectacular sight with that bright sun splashing down on Bobcat Field. We just wish the wind would go down a little bit. That doesn't happen very often here in western Nebraska. And there's the flip to Davis, and he's trying the right side, and he stopped at the line of scrimmage. Kusick in on the stop for Arcadia Loop uh, City. Also over there was uh, Ozentoski, one of the tacklers, number 42. So Hemingford will punt for the first time this afternoon as they're a yard short of the first down. We're inside of one minute to play here in the first quarter, 6-6. Six to six. Or no, Hemingford's going to go for it on fourth and one from their 24. And we have a flag, whistle and a flag, and let's see if Hemingford moved, and they did. Illegal procedure on Hemingford, so I'm fairly certain now the Bobcats will punt. Back to receive the kick for Arcadia. Loop City is Preston Rogers, a freshman speedster, a little guy at 130 pounds. Justin Davis will stand at his eight-yard line and pump the ball away for Hemingford with the wind at his back. Gets a good snap from center, and, oh, boy, did he get off a great kick. It goes 15 yards over Rogers' head and rolls into the end zone, so Arcadia Loop City will begin this drive at the 15-yard line. Boy, that was a great kick by Justin Davis of Hemingford, and again, he had the wind at his back, which aided it a bit, but still a very impressive kick, wind or no wind. So Arcadia Loop City will have the football for the third time this afternoon. First time they had the ball, they drove down to the two but couldn't score. The second time they got a touchdown, and here we are on the third attempt as far as possessions are concerned here in the first quarter, which only has 34 seconds to live. So Jones is in the gun. He, he sends Gregory in motion and a flag thrown by the official here on the near side. Illegal procedure called on the Rebels. Well, that'll move the kids with the black pants and the white uniforms and red numerals and black helmets back five yards. They're back to the east goal line. So now they're 70 yards away from the end zone, 70 yards away from that west end zone, which is where they want to get to to get some more points on the board. First and 15 at the 10. Logan in motion again. Gregory, that is, dropped the football. Logan Gregory dropped the football at the four-yard line. Who recovered? Three red jerseys down there and one white jersey, and the white jersey got it. Number 17, Logan Gregory got the recovered fumble, his own fumble. Another loss, and what do we have? Timeout, Hemingford with 13 seconds left in the first quarter. And Arcadia Loop City facing a second and 21 from their own uh, four-yard line. As uh, 
Logan Gregory was in motion from left to right, took the handoff from Jones and then dropped the football. Bounced in his favor, though, back up into his arms, apparently, because there were three Hemingford men around him, but Gregory came up with the loose football. This could be, unless uh, there's an incompleted pass, this could be the final play of the first quarter. The official talking to the Rebels. And now what? Okay, we're going to resume action. Is Hemingford's back on the field now. Second and 21 for the Rebels at their own four. And Jones is in the gun, and he takes the snap. No, it's a direct snap to Kusick, and Kusick will get up to about the 11-yard line. He stopped at the 11, and that is good for a first down. Or is it? No, no, it's not good for a first down. Why did the official? Must have been a timeout taken by either Hemingford or Arcadia. I thought maybe he was whistling stop the clock for a first down, but no, it is short. It is short by quite a bit, actually, four yards uh, four yard short. Seven seconds left on the clock. And timeout down on the field. And we'll keep it here until the end of the first quarter, which is seven seconds away. Again, uh, other games going on in Class D1. Tonight, Burwell will entertain Sutherland. Nebraska Christian takes on North Central. Dundee County Stratton will meet South Loop, which, of course, is the Callaway-Arnold schools. Creighton in northeast Nebraska plays Wisner-Pilger in Creighton. Lutheran High Northeast against Osceola High Plains. Guardian Angels Central Catholic against Howells Dodge. And Fullerton takes on Exeter Milligan Friends. That's the second round of the Class D1 playoffs. Jones back to throw on the final play of the first quarter, and he gets uh, the pass off and a big gainer up the far sideline to the 38-yard line of Hemingford. Braden Scott, the wide receiver, hauls the pass in, and he gets up to the 38-yard line of Hemingford. He had a nice little juke that fooled Justin Davis as Davis went for the tackle. And a big gain all the way up to the 38-yard line of Hemingford. That's the end of the first quarter. We're all tied up 6-6 to between Hemingford and Arcadia Loop City. We'll take a 60-second break. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and on Power 99. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes 
in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. State football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Back in Hemingford, where the second quarter of action is underway, and the quarterback Jones back to throw under pressure, tosses the ball downfield, but it's incomplete, as he had great pressure from Hemingford's number 51, Austin Ferreter. So an incomplete pass by the Rebels starts the second quarter. Game all tied up 6-6. Both teams scoring on a two-yard touchdown run in the first quarter. Second and 10 for the Rebels at the 38-yard line. And the direct snap goes to Kusick. He runs the right side, and he's short of the 35-yard line by about a yard. So this should bring up a third down and about uh, seven to go. Third and seven for the Rebels at the 36-yard line of Hemingford. Rebels moving to our left with the wind to their back here in the second quarter, heading towards the east end zone. Direct snap to Kusick. He's running the right side. He's got a first down to the 25-yard line. Caden Kusick all the way to the 25 on a nice run of uh, about 13 yards, 12 or 13 yards. He's brought down right at the out-of-bounds marker at the 25 on the far side of the field, which is the side of the field where the uh, Rebels fans are located, and they brought a lot of folks up here today from the Arcadia Loop City area. All right, first and 10 at the 25-yard line for the Rebels, and there's the direct snap to uh, big number 39, Jared Larchick, a 200-pound fullback, and he gets from the 25 to the 17-and-a-half-yard line. So a run on that play of about 7-and-a-half yards. Second down and three at the 17 for the Rebels. Moving the ball down the field against Hemingford. Direct, no, that is a snap to the quarterback, Jones. He hands off to Kusick. Kusick is dragging uh, Davis across the 10 to about the 8-yard line, and that's good for another first down. It's first and goal for the Rebels at the 8-yard line of Hemingford. 10-16 to play, second quarter, 6-6 here on our West Coast scoreboard. Both teams with one touchdown, and both teams failing to convert on the double extra point. So the Rebels are at the 7 or 8, and call it the 8. Jones back in the gun. Kusick is to his left. And what do we have? Delay of game called on Arcadia Loop City. So that'll cost the Rebels five, and that'll, that will make it third down and 13. And that's the 13-yard line, or third down and goal, I should say. That's the 13-yard line. So Jones, the quarterback, Jaden Jones, where we're talking to his head coach and getting some instructions. 
And they're back uh, on the field now in the gun. And Jones back to throw. He fires over the right side. And Carter Buhite knocks the receiver out of bounds. Pass intended for Braden Scott, I believe. Is that a nine or a five? No, Tucker Quinn. Tucker Quinn, the uh, tight end on the reception. That's good. Good for just uh, actually a loss on the, no, it's good for three yards. I forgot about the penalty. Back to the 13. Ball is at the 10-yard line. The second and goal from the 10, and there's the give to Kusick. Kusick straight up the middle. He's close to the one-yard line, and that's where Hemingford tackles him. Alex Kloge in on the stop for Hemingford as he drops Kusick at the one-yard line. So third down and goal from the one now for the Rebels. All tied up 6-6 six to six with nine minutes remaining in the second quarter. And Kusick comes up under center. He takes the snap, plows forward, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown. One-yard touchdown run for Keaton Kusick of Arcadia Loop City. That comes with uh, 8.55 left in the second quarter. And Arcadia loops a 12-6 lead. So the Rebels will go for two here. They move the football over to the near hash mark. Jones is in the gun. And there's a direct snap to Kusick. Also in the backfield, he's drilled and nailed by um, Brian Turek. Short, well short of the goal line, but there is a flag. So let's see if the penalties on Hemingford or on the Rebels. I think it's on the Rebels. Yep, it is. So the double extra point for Arcadia Loop City fails after the one-yard run by Caden Kusick. And with 8.55 left in the second quarter, the Rebels lead Hemingford 12-6. Let's take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and on Power 99. Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971, and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You will be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipmentinc.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Today's state football playoff game is brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. So Jared Larchick ready to kick off for Arcadia Loop City. He's a left-footed kicker, and he not only puts it in the end zone, he puts it beyond the back line of the end zone. So Hemingford will begin this drive at their 15-yard line. Wow. What a left leg by Jared Larchick. He's a junior, 5'9", 200 pounds, and he put 200 pounds of oomph behind that kick. So Hemingford looking to tie the score up or possibly take a two-point lead, trailing 12-6 here in the second quarter. Hemingford driving into the wind, which is again out of the west at 15 to 20 miles an hour, maybe gusting to... 22 or 23 miles an hour at times. And Turek gives off to Davis, and Justin gains a few yards before three. Rebels bring him down at the 22-yard line. 
And on the stop, the main tackler, we've used, said this name a lot today, Clayton uh, Defluff, 5'10", sophomore. Heck of a defender for the Rebels. He's around for a couple of more years. So it's second and two at the 23, and Turek is back to throw. He's under a rush. He gets his pass away. He throws it out of bounds into the Hemingford bench. So that'll bring up a third down and two. The coaches from Arcadia Loop City are wanting an intentional grounding, but the official says that Turek was out of the pocket. He dropped back to throw and then was under pressure and rolled to his right. And Brian's a right-handed thrower, and uh, he got out of the pocket before throwing the ball out of bounds. So third and two at the 23 for Hemingford, their own 23. And Turek hands off to Davis from his eye-back position, and Davis going is tough for Justin. He's short of the first down by about a yard. And on the stop for the Rebels, Tucker Quinn, also Preston Rogers in on the stop. So fourth down and less than a yard for Hemingford, fourth and inches for the Bobcats, and Justin Davis brings the play in from the bench. He ran over to Coach Haas and got the play because he carried the football the last play. Greg Randolph is the fullback. Turek under center. Davis in the top of the eye on a fourth and inches. And there's a whistle. And what do we have? Timeout Hemingford. Timeout Hemingford. 7:31 remains in the second quarter of this football game. And on our West Coast scoreboard, it is Arcadia Loop City 12 and Hemingford 6. We're going to keep it here. Because we want to remind you, as we do every ball game, that our Hemingford Bobcat football broadcasts here on the radio are dedicated in memory of 2015 Hemingford High School graduate Kalia Shea Nelson and to all who battled depression and anxiety disorders. And Kalia would want me to tell you that according to the website of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, one in five Americans is affected by mental health conditions such as depression or anxiety uh, disorders. Stigma is toxic to the mental health, to their mental health, because it creates an environment of shame, fear, and silence that prevents many people from seeking help and treatment. Let's stomp the stigma because mental health matters. We'll talk more about this in a minute, but here's Henning Ford going for it on fourth down. Justin Davis gets the football and he stops short. Oh boy, Arcadia Loop. City is going to have great field position at the 25-yard line. Well, I believe he stopped short. They may measure for this. They're going to put the football down. And, yeah, the official says no, no need to measure. Hemingford is short by a couple of inches. So Arcadia Loop City will take it over just inside the 25. So Hemingford gambles, and uh, the gamble did not pay off as Arcadia Loop City stops Justin Davis short of the first down at the uh, just in just inside the 25 yard line. Arcadia leading 12 to 6. And the Rebels have the football. There's the direct snap to Kusick. Kusick has 10, he has 15, he has 20, he has 22 yards before finally being brought down at the five or 
four-yard line. And it's actually a 21-yard game down to the four-yard line from the 25 to the four. 21-yard run for Caden Kusick. Boy, he's the real deal. He, he is a powerful runner, and once he gets some speed going, he's tough to bring down. Three Hemingford men had their hands on him before he was brought down. And there's Kusick running it up the middle. He has stopped about two yards short of the goal line. So that will bring up a second down and goal from the two-yard line. 6.44 remaining second quarter, 12-6. to The Rebels lead Hemingford here in our West Coast scoreboard. And the Rebels looking to go up by two touchdowns if they can score here. Second and goal from the two. And the direct snap to Kusick, and he runs straight up the middle. He's in for a touchdown. Caden Kusick with his third touchdown of the afternoon. This one on a two-yard run with six minutes and 25 seconds left in the second quarter. And Arcadia Loop uh, City takes a two-touchdown lead of 18-6. to six. And they'll go for two here and see if they can go up by 14 points. So they're up over the football. Two men are split out to the left here on this, the near side. And Jones, the quarterback, sends Gregory in motion, and he gives off to Gregory. He's running the right side, but he stops short of the goal line. Hemingford stops the double extra point conversion. So it's 18-6, to Arcadia Loop City over Hemingford with 6.25 remaining in the second quarter. That on our West Coast scoreboard. Let's take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and on Power 99. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck, teams, from everyone at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC. Today's state playoff action is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. For the Rebels, because Hemingford went for it on a fourth and one from their 24 and was stopped short by a few inches at the 25. So in just a couple of plays, the uh, Rebels drive that 25 yards and score on a two-yard touchdown by Caden Kusick. And another great kick by Larchick all the way through the end zone. That ball was past the back line of the end zone before it kissed uh, some green grass. And Hemingford will take the football over at their own 15. Again, trailing 18-6 to with 6 minutes and 25 seconds left in the second quarter of this football game. Hemingford has won six straight football games after going 0-3 to start the year, but that, was, that is nothing to hang their heads about going 0-3 because those three football teams, Mullen, Burwell, and South Loop, now have a combined record of 26-1. and And here's Turek keeping the football himself, and a fired-up defense nails him for no gain on the play. 
You can feel the momentum has really shifted to Arcadia Loop City in this football game this afternoon. And that defense is playing with a little extra spring in their step. So it's second down and 10 Hemingford at their own 15. Turek back in the gun. And the other seven players are right up on the line of scrimmage. Now they send Buhide in motion. Carter wants to throw. He's throwing the football, but nobody uh, opened. Plogue was the nearest Hemingford man to it. But uh, Arcadia Loop City had three defenders back there. The nearest man to the football was Preston Rogers on defense. Also over there, Tucker Finn. Also back on defense was Clayton uh, Defluff. Those were the three guys uh, defending Alex Plogue. So the halfback pass thrown by Carter Buhite is incomplete, and it's third down and 10, Hemingford at their own 16. And there's the snap to Turek in the gun. Turek rolls to his left, cuts back upfield, and he'll be brought down. Oh, man, is he smacked. Smacked hard after a gain of about three yards to the 20-yard line. Hemingford will now have to punt from their own 20-yard line. So it's a three and out for the Bobcats. Again, uh, Arcadia Loop City feeling the momentum shift, or feeling the momentum as they go up by two touchdowns after Hemingford scored first. The Rebels have scored three straight touchdowns on short runs by Caden Kusick, and it's 18-6 Rebels over Hemingford. Five minutes left, second quarter, and Justin Davis is going to run the football, and he gets the first down on fourth down and six. Justin Davis back in his punt formation, uh, took that snap and took off running, got across the 25 to about the 27, and that's a first down for Hemingford, and that's huge for the Cats. They did not want to give the ball back to the Rebels, trailing by two touchdowns, 18 to six. So first down, Hemingford at their own 27. They are 53 yards away from the west end zone. And Turek drops the football. It's a fumble, and the Rebels fall on the football at the 25-yard line. Number 51, Clayton Defless is the man who recovered the fumble. It was just plain not a clean snap from the center to the quarterback. And Turek had trouble right away when the ball came into his hands. I think maybe he started to pull back just a shade too soon. Whatever the case, the ball was loose on the turf, and uh, the Rebels recover. So Arcadia Loop City with the football in almost the exact same position the last time they took it over at the 24-and-a-half-yard line. And there's the give to Kusick, and he runs inside the 20 to about the 19. Maybe the 19-and-a-half is all. But it's a gain of over five yards. So we're going to call it second down and a long four, or second and a short five. Take your pick for the um, Rebels. A lot of time left in the second quarter, four minutes and 35 seconds. The Rebels leading Hemingford on our West Coast scoreboard, 18-6. to six. Jones is in the gun. Kusick is behind him. Two men split off to the left here. And the give is to Kusick, and Kusick with a big hole up to the 10-yard line. Cullen and Plogue in on the stop for Hemingford. That's a first down for the Rebels. 
at the 10-yard line of Hemingford. The ball marked right at the 10, so it's first and goal from the 10. So the Rebels taking advantage of two Hemingford errors, a fumble, which the Rebels record, uh, recovered at the 25 and are now driving, and Hemingford going forward on fourth down and coming up short at the 25-yard line, their own 25. And there's Kusik across the 10 to the 5-yard line. So second and goal from the 5 now for the Rebels. Stop made by Austin Ferreter. Four minutes left, second quarter, 18-6 to Rebels on our West Coast scoreboard. Rebels are up over the football. Two men split out to the right now. Jones is in the gun with Kusick to his left. There's Gregory in motion, and he takes to Gregory, and Jones keeps the football, and Brian Turek hauls him down at the four-yard line. Short gain on the play, third and goal from the four. Sure, if the Rebels don't make a touchdown here, they'll on this play they'll go for it on fourth down. I'm not as far as going for a touchdown on fourth down. They haven't kicked much this year. Jones is back in the gun, third and goal from the four. Heavy four defensive line jumping around a bit, and Jones calls his starting count, and he takes the snap. No, it's Kusick taking the direct snap. He's running the right side, and Turek nails him after a gain of about a yard. So it's fourth down and goal from the three for Arcadia. Clock running with two minutes and 35 seconds left in the second quarter. So what's going to happen here on fourth and goal from the two? Will Arcadia go up by three touchdowns? Arcadia Loop City, will they go up by three touchdowns, or will Hemingford keep that lead for the Rebels at only two touchdowns? Timeout, Rebels, with two minutes and 20 seconds left in the second quarter, and the Rebels leading Hemingford 18-6. to Okay, let's take a quick 30-second break. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and Power 99. When Bob- whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Today's state football playoff game is brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. The two-yard line for Arcadia Loop City. Play is in from the bench, and there's the snap to the quarterback, and he throws. Jones throws in the end zone. Pass complete to Tucker Quinn. Touchdown. And Arcadia Loop City has taken a three-touchdown lead over Hemingford. 24-6 on the, we're going to call it a two-yard touchdown pass from Jaden Jones to, to Tucker Quinn. That one comes with two minutes and 15 seconds left 
in the second quarter. Now the Rebels going for two. And here's the quarterback again throwing in the end zone wide open. And good for the double extra point. Wide open for the uh, double extra point is Clayton Deathless. Nobody was near him. Nice fake by Jones taking the handoff to Kusick. So there you have it, a 20-point lead for the um, Rebels, 26-6 with 2 minutes and 15 seconds left in the second quarter. Kickoff is coming up. You're listening to high school. We'll take a 30-second break, a 30-second break. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and Power 99. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown. State football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Health Matters on Double Q Country. Well, this young man from uh, Arcadia Loop City, Jared Larchick, is putting on a clinic today on how to get the ball through the end zone. That kickoff from the 30 also went all the way past the back line of the end zone. It may have even gone through the uprights. I'm not 100% sure. But that ball was in the air for 60, I would say 63 yards before it uh, hit the ground. He could win the local punt pass and kick competition, I'm sure, or at least the kick competition. All right, Henning Ford, who has been outscored 20 to nothing here in the second quarter, now has the football, and there's a 10-yard run by Justin Davis up to the 25-yard line. Death left in on the stop for the Rebels. He's been in on just about every stop this afternoon, and he's a leading tackler for the Rebels. So first and 10, Hemingford at the 25-yard line. Bobcats going into the wind, again trailing 26-6 with two minutes to play here in the second quarter. Hemingford led 6-0. to nothing. The game was tied 6-6 to at the end of the first quarter. And Arcadia Loop City has outscored Hemingford 20 to nothing here in the second quarter to lead 26 to 6. And there's the give to Carter Buhite. He runs the right side for almost 10 yards. It's a nine and a half yard gain to the 34 and a half yard line. So second and less than one for the Rebels. Hemingford in the eye. Davis in the top of the eye with Turek under center. And he gives to Justin Davis. He's got the first down across the 40 to the 34-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. Big number 54, Gus Decker, 195-pound junior. It's credit for the tackle for the Rebels. Hemingford showing a little more urgency on offense now. They've moved the ball from their 15 to the 34 of the Rebels, and there's Davis. He's tackled in the backfield. Nice stop by Tucker Quinn, the middle linebacker for the Rebels. So it's second down and 10 for Henning Ford. No gain on the play, actually a loss of maybe a foot or two. One minute left second quarter. 
Cats facing a second and 10 from the 34 of the Rebels. They're up over the football with that bright sunshine bouncing off their black helmets. It's a sight to see, believe me, from up here. And there's Turek throwing intended for Plogue at the 20, but he led him too far. The pass is incomplete, and that will bring up third down and 10 from the 34. Clock has now stopped. 42 seconds left in the second quarter. Height brings the play in from the bench. Boy, what a shot in the arm it'd be for Hemingford if they could score before halftime. They're trailing by 20 points and only then only trailing by two touchdowns if they can pull it off. Height is the eye back. Randolph the fullback. Quarterback Turek. And there's another fumble by Hemingford as the handoff was intended for Buhite. And there was nowhere close to being a connection there between Buhite and uh, Turek. And there's the fumble and another recovery for the Rebels at their 38-yard line. Boy, Hemingford's really shot themselves in the foot this afternoon. After playing such clean football for the last six games, they're back to having the same problems they had in the first three games of the year, turning the ball over. Not as many penalties, of course, as they had in those first three games when the yellow flags were all over the place. But turnovers, yes. Here's a long pass wide open. Here's the receiver. Touchdown. A 42-yard touchdown pass from Jones. And his intended receiver was wide open. And that's number 19 in on the reception. Preston Rogers, the speedster. Jones staked his handoff, dropped back to throw, and once he let the football out of his hand, you knew it was six. Because Preston Rogers was wide open down between the five and ten yard line. And it's 32 to six. Rebels leading Hemingford, and the Rebels go for two. And here's uh, the running back getting getting into the end zone, standing up for two points. And I think that was Kusick that took the handoff and ran it in. So Kusick, Kusick or Gregory, one of the two, trying to get the number, 112 and 117. That's Kusick that ran it in for two points. So a 42-yard touchdown pass from Jones to Rogers, and then the double extra point run by Kusick puts uh, Arcadia Loop City up by 28 points over Hemingford, 34 to six. Five touchdowns for the Rebels, and four of them coming here in the uh, second period. Write the scoring summary down here. So it's 34-6 with 31 seconds remaining in the first half here on our West Coast scoreboard. We'll keep it here till halftime. And Larchek is set to kick off again. And again, that left foot meets the football. And again, it goes all the way through the end zone before landing just outside the back line of the end zone. 
34 to 6 with 31 seconds remaining in the uh, second quarter. And I mean, it's been all Arcadia Loop City since about the nine minute mark of the second quarter when Kusick uh, scored his second touchdown of the afternoon. And again, four touchdowns here in the second quarter by the Rebels. Of course, there's a lot of football yet to be played, 24 minutes and 31 seconds before the gun was found. 31 seconds till halftime, and here's uh, Davis taking the handoff. He got free and is gaining about 11 yards before being brought down. Good for the first down on that run. Tackle made by number 25, Jaden Scott, 5'9", 130-pound junior. First down, Hemingford at the 26-yard line. And Kusick, or I should say uh, Turek, hands off to Davis, and he's got maybe a yard or two, and that should be the final play of the first half. Ten seconds remaining. The clock is running. Hemingford is not going to stop it. 34-6. to six. Rebels leading the Bobcats, and the clock runs out, and we are at halftime. Again, it was tied up 6-6 at the end of the first quarter, and Arcadia Loop City outscores Hemming Ford 28-0 here in the second quarter and leads at halftime 34-6. Let's take a two-minute break. A two-minute break, and we'll come back and recap the first half scoring. Two-minute timeout, gentlemen. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and Power 99. CarQuest Auto Parts in Loop City, independently owned and operated, and a proud supporter of all of the area athletes. At CarQuest in Loop City, customer service is driven by independent owners who are passionate about delivering excellence in everything they do. CarQuest serves our communities with integrity and passion, delivering the right products to the right place at the right time. Check out some of the unique products CarQuest Auto Parts offers. Farm and agriculture, heavy duty, marine, motorcycles, lawn and garden. CarQuest Auto Parts, 653 O Street, Loop City. When you want the very best, Lucy Trotter. Where you always get more for your dollar. We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door. That's what we're here for, Lucy Trotter. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska. Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find. We're your neighbors and your friends, Lucy Trotter. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission is not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. 
Today's state playoff action is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Coming forward where it's halftime, and it's all uh, Arcadia Loop City Rebels, at least in the second quarter it was all Arcadia Loop City Rebels. We were tied up 6-6 at the end of the first quarter, and the Rebels outscored Hemingford 28 to nothing in that second quarter. The lead here at halftime, 34-6. Hey, we want to welcome Western Valley Irrigation to our broadcast today. Hemingford Bobcat Football brought to you by Western Valley Irrigation. Thanks to Chuck and the crew for sponsoring our broadcast this afternoon, as well as all of our fine folks who are helping us be on the airwaves. I owe you an ID. This is KAAQ Alliance and KKPR in Kearney. And uh, we're bringing you playoff football action this afternoon, Class D1 style. The Hemingford Bobcats and the Arcadia Loop City uh, Rebels. So here's the uh, scoring summary. Hemingford scored first with 4 minutes and 34 seconds left in the first quarter on a two-yard run by Justin Davis. The double-extra point attempt failed. Then the Rebels tied it up on a two-yard run by Caden Kusick. Their double-extra point attempt failed. And at the end of the first quarter, it was 6-6. to With 8.55 remaining in the second quarter, Kusick scored on a one-yard run. Double-extra point failed. It was 12-6 to Rebels. About two and a half minutes later, Kusick scored on a two-yard run. Double-extra point failed, and it was 18-6. to With 2.15 left in the uh, second uh, quarter, and after Hemingford failed to, um, or actually after Hemingford uh, fumbled the football, uh, Arcadia Loop City drove 25 yards, and the final two yards was a pass from Jones to Quinn. The uh, double extra point pass was good, and the Rebels led 26-6. to Then the Rebels scored with just 31 seconds left in the second quarter on a 42-yard touchdown pass from uh, Jaden Jones to Preston Rogers. Again, a 42-yard pass. And then Kusick ran in the double extra point, and the Rebels have the lead, have the lead 34-6 here at halftime. The winner of this football game will move on to play next Tuesday, November 6th, and will play either Burwell or Sutherland. If uh, Hemingford can come back and win the game, they would be on the road to uh, either one of those schools. And if Arcadia Loop City would come back and win the game, if uh, Burwell should win the game, their game, then Arcadia Loop City would travel to Burwell if Sutherland would uh, win their football game, Sutherland would travel to uh, Loop City or Arcadia. I guess they trade off on fields. But anyway, Arcadia Loop City would then host a football game against Sutherland next uh, Tuesday, November 6th. Right now, the Rebels in great position to move on to the third round or the uh, quarterfinals of the high school football playoffs. Earlier in our broadcast, we ran down the lineup for um, the uh, Class D1 games today. Quickly, let's look at some of the games in the uh, Western Nebraska region and in the uh, Kearney region. 
In Class B2, Mullen will take on Garden County at 5 o'clock today. That game's in Mullen. And also Riverside will play at Kennesaw at 6 o'clock tonight. In Class A, Grand Island is the furthest west school in Class A, and they'll be playing at Miller's South on Friday evening at 7 o'clock. Of course, Grand Island coached by former Alliance head football coach Jeff Tomlin. In Class B, Scott's Bluff on Friday night at 6 o'clock will host Omaha Roncalli. Uh, York will entertain Seward. McCook is at home against Waverly, and Omaha Scott will host Blair. In Class C2, St. Paul, down there in the east-central part of the state, or the central part of the state, will host Norfolk Catholic on Friday night at 7. In Class C1, Aurora will host Gothenburg at 7 o'clock. Hastings Adams Central travels to Wahoo for a 7 o'clock game. Ford will be in Ashland-Greenwood for a 7 o'clock game as well. And in six-man football, Hay Springs hosts Spalding Academy Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock, and Hyannis will play at Minotaur Friday afternoon at 1.30. We're about seven minutes. Actually, we're probably a good ten minutes away from the second half of this game. So we're going to send uh, things back to our studios for some music and alliance, and I understand some news and sports. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. The Tri-City Storm hosts Military Appreciation Night on Saturday, November 10th at the Viero Center in Kearney. The Storm will face off against Western Conference foe Sioux Falls at 7.05 p.m. There will be a post-game skate on the ice after the game and a free card flag giveaway to the first 1,000 fans in attendance. There will also be a jersey raffle during the game. Get your tickets now at stormhockey.com, the Viero Center box office, or by calling 308-338-8144. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the storm. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. 
Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups, Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Reason Ford in Aurora says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Friesen. 
Freezing Ford, Aurora. State football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And the Rebels will kick the ball off. This guy by the name of Jared Larchick, who has a cannon for a left leg, will kick. And again, he's kicking with the wind at his back. And let's see if this one goes through the end zone. Yeah, it does. About two yards beyond the back line of the end zone. That's uh, That thing was in the air. Uh, let's see, 50, 60, about 63 yards. <laughs> this guy's in the in the in the um, NCAA Division One that often don't kick it that far. Coming forward here in the third quarter, we'll be traveling into the wind. The Bobcats will have the wind at their back in the fourth quarter. So here we go, the first play of the third quarter, Turek. Keeps the football, runs the right side. He's good for about two or three yards before this uh, super tackler by the name of Clayton Deathless uh, brings him down. Number 51, he's just a sophomore. Sophomore linebacker for the Rebels. Been in on most of the tackles today for Arcadia Loop City. Second and we'll call it Seven, and the give is to Carter Buhite. He powers off the right side of the line, and he gains maybe a yard on the play. And that'll be third and six and a half or seven for Hemingford. Justin Davis takes the play in from Coach Jordan Haas. Has a quick chat with Brian Turek, sophomore quarterback for Hemingford. Again, the Cats moving to our right, to the west, here in the third quarter. And here's Turek, and he gives to Davis. Davis lost the football again, and again, Arcadia Loop City recovers the fumble at the 22-yard line this time. I think that's three lost fumbles for Hemingford, and also the Cats not making a fourth and one down around the 25-yard line. So four times this afternoon, Heming Ford has uh, given the football to Arcadia Loop City in incredible field position, giving them the short field. On the um, recovery, I believe, was Jared Larchick for the Rebels. And now Arcadia Loop uh, City looking to go up by five touchdowns. Here's Gregory in motion. Jones back to throw. He's under a rush. And he loses the football, and Hemingford comes up with it. Or are they going to say that was a forward pass? I don't believe it is. Or is it? What are, you gonna, what are they going to call? Yeah, it was a fumble, and Hemingford recovers. The Bobcats recovered the fumble. As Jones took the snap, rolled to his right, hit, was hit by two Hemingford men for just a split second. I thought maybe he passed the football, but no, it was definitely a fumble. And Hemingford's Johnny on the spot, and they get the football back pretty close to where they lost it last time. They fumbled at the 22 a few minutes ago, and they get the ball back at the 24. So a big recovery for the Cats, because had they fallen behind 42-6, to six, that may have been an impossible hole from which to dig or from which to climb. 
Digging it is easy. Climbing out of it is tough. Here's Turek taking the snap, and he's going to keep it himself. The quarterback run on the right side, and two men from uh, Arcadia Loop City bring him down. Loss of maybe a yard on the play. They flip my spotting chart over and tell you the big number 75, Jacob Jarobic, or Jacob Jarobic, in on the stop for uh, the Rebels. So it's second down and 10 hemming for no gain on the play and no loss on the play. That second down marker across the way, right at the stick, the starting stick, and there's a flip to Buhite. Carter runs the left side, and he's buried. Loss of about a yard. Kusick in on the stop. So now it's third and ten Hemming Ford. At their 24-and-a-half yard line. Let's see if Turek puts the ball in the air here. 34 to 6. The Rebels lead Hemingford with nine and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. And David or uh, Turek drops back to throw. He's looking for a receiver. He tucks and runs. He's darting around men. We have a flag on the play, and Turek is brought down a loss of about a yard or two. Boy, a big rush on quarterback Turek by the defense of uh, Arcadia Loop City. Face mask on the Rebels. So that's going to give Hemingford a first down. Yeah, that flag was thrown right at the feet of Brian Turek while he ran. Oh, it's a five-yard face mask penalty, so it's third down and five. Sorry about that. little false hope there. Third down and five for Hemingford on the five-yard face mask penalty. Luke Cullen comes back into the game. Austin Ferreter leaves. Cullen is the tight end on the right side here, on the near side. Davis in the top of the eye. Turek under center, flips to Davis. He runs the right side, cuts back upfield, and buried right at the 30-yard line. Maybe a yard at most on that gain, on that carry. And it'll be fourth down and four for Hemingford at their own 30. Cats trailing 34 to 6 on our West Coast scoreboard. 8:44 to play third quarter, and I think Hemingford's going to go for it again. And this is a fourth and four. The last time they went for it on fourth down, it was a fourth and one, and they failed. And that led to an Arcadia Loop City touchdown. Fourth and four from their 30, and Turek is back to throw. Gets his pass away. Plogue is open. He's got it. At the 20-yard line to the 19, he's brought down right there. First down, Hemingford. Nice pass from Brian Turek to Alex Plogue. Clear down to the 19-yard line. That's a 10, 20, 31-yard pass from Turek to Alex Plogue, number five. And the Cats are back in threatening position at the 19-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. Bobcats huddle at the 25-yard line. Big Cade Payne, number 52, is up over the football. Turek under center. Davis is the eye back. Davis takes the 
snap and takes the pitch, I should say, and he's running inside the 10 to the 9. I think that's going to be another first down for Hemingford. And yes, it is, as the Cats move closer and closer to that west end zone. 7.53 to play third quarter with the clock stopped after the first down. 34-6, Arcadia Loop City leads on our West Coast scoreboard. Davis is the, top, is the eye back as Turek is under center again. And Brian takes the snap, gives to Davis. Davis is popped by two Rebels at the 7 or 8-yard line. So second down and goal from, now they're going to say the 6. Mark it at the 6. Wind continues to whip into our booth and through our microphones. Wind uh, out of the west-southwest now. Second and goal from the 6 for Hemingford. Here's Turek calling his count. He gives to Carter Buhite, and Carter's inside the 5 to the 1 or 2-yard line. We'll mark it at the 2 and bring up a third down and goal from the 2 for Carter Buhite. Bobcats need a touchdown ever so badly here. Davis now is the eye back. Franklin the fullback. Now Hemingford shifts back into the gun. They're moving guys all over the place. Now they are going to give the ball to Greg Randolph, and that didn't fool. That did not fool Arcadia Loop City. Hemingford started out in the eye, then went to the gun, then went back to having all of their players up near the line of scrage and a quick snap to Randolph, but he couldn't get into the end zone. He tackled at the line of scrimmage, the two-yard line. So fourth and goal from the two now for Arcadia Loop City. 5.55 remaining in the third quarter, and Turret back to throw. has got a receiver wide open. Cullen! And it's a touchdown for Hemingford. Two-yard touchdown pass with five minutes and 47 seconds left in the third quarter of this football game. And a two-yard touchdown pass from Brian Turek to Luke Cullen, and he caught the ball down in the southwest corner of the uh, end zone, but he had nobody within six or seven yards of him. Nice fake by Turek. His running back carried out the fake well, and then Turek stepped to his left a couple of feet and fired with that right arm into Cullen's hands. 34-12, to 12, two-point conversion run is by Cade Kane, and Cade's going to get in there. And it's 34-14. to 14. Cade Kane took the handoff from Brian Turek and ran around the left side and into the end zone. And Hemming Ford is back within 20 at 34 to 14 with 547 left in the third quarter. Let's take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and Power 99. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. 
For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Today's state football playoff game is brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. That was a drive of 55 and a half yards for the Bobcats. Capped off on that two-yard pass from Brian Turek to Luke Cullen, and then Big Kate Payne runs in the two-point conversion, and it's 34 to 14. Hemingford trailing by 20, and the uh, kickoff goes out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Let's see if uh, the Caps kick it over or if uh, the Rebels will take it at the 25. It's a windy afternoon here in Hemingford, as you can probably tell, with uh, the wind whipping across our microphones. We're in an open booth. They have three large windows here with uh, the doors opening up above us, believe it or not. No glass. Wide open booth, and uh, really like doing games here, broadcasting games here because the view is so good. And it's not too often that uh, we have wind out of the southwest. It's late in the year on Halloween. Usually it's out of the north or northwest, which would be to our backs, the wall behind us, but not the case today. There's the kick, Hemi Ford re kicks, and Arcadia. Loop uh, City with the football. It's Rogers with the ball, and he runs it back up to the 39-yard line before he's tackled by Myring. Chase Myring knocks him down at uh, the 39-yard line. This guy, Rogers, has returned a couple of kickoffs for touchdowns this year. And he caught that long 42-yard pass from Jones. Uh, Late in the uh, second quarter, I think 31 seconds remained in the second quarter when he caught it. And he showed his speed on that play. All right, 34-14, to Arcadia Loop City with the football. And the give is to Kusick, and he goes nowhere. Brian Turek nails him. Well, that's number 20, not 21. That's uh, Carter Buheit in on the tackle for Hemingford. So second and 10 for the Rebels. The ball just a freckle short of the 40-yard line, which, of course, is midfield in eight-man football. Class D1 and D2 playoff games. Eight-man games going on all across Nebraska today. A, B, C1, C2, and eight-man will resume action on Friday, November 2nd. And there's the give uh, to Kusick, and he runs across the 40 to the 34-yard line, 36-yard line, excuse me, gain of four. So third and six. Let's call it third and five, I should say. Third and five for the Rebels, and they're in a I formation. Deep in that I is Kusick. Under center is Jones. Larchick is the fullback. And Jones gives to the fullback, and he lost the football after a real nice game to the 25-yard line, and Hemingford is on the top of the football at the 25-yard line. It is Jake Selmer and Johnny on the spot. That was a first-down run by the fullback, Jared Larchick, 
he got through the line for a good 10 or 12 yards, and then he got popped, and the football came out, and on top of it was Selden at the 25. Wyoming Ford gets another break. Let's see if the Cats can capitalize. They're taking, starting this drive at the 25, right where they started their last touchdown drive. Turek throws a floating wounded duck out there to the 29-yard line, but the pass is caught by Luke Cullen. Actually, it's a 30, and it's a gain on the play of five yards. And what else do we have now? Do we have a penalty against Arcadia Loop City? No, there was a flag in the backfield. So they're roughing the passer call? I took my eyes off of Turek right after he threw the football because it was one of those wounded duck types of passes. Yep, roughing the passer called on Arcadia Loop City. Brian Turek took a shot after he released the football to Luke Cullen. It was by no means a beautiful pass, and Brian would be the first to admit it, but A had got there, and it's a first down for Hemingford on the roughing the passer penalty. So Hemingford at their own 39, and the give is to Carter Buhite, and he stopped in the backfield. Tucker Quinn doing a great job coming in from his linebacker position to stop Carter Buhite in the backfield and stuff him for a two-yard loss. So it's second and 12 hitting Ford at their own 37. We're inside four minutes remaining in the third quarter. Hemming Ford in their red jerseys over the football. The Rebels in their white jerseys have a four-man line with four men in the defensive backfield. There's the pitch to Davis. Davis looking for a block. And he gets a little bit of yardage, maybe three yards across the 40 to the 37. Maybe he was stopped at the 38. Let's see where the official official marks it. Right between the two, between the 37 and the 38. So this is now third and seven for Hemingford. They have the ball in Rebel territory. Hemingford trailing 34 to 14 with three minutes left in the third quarter. Turek in the gun. He has Buhite to his left in the backfield, and a shuffle pass goes to Randolph, and Randolph is stopped at the 35-yard line. Kusick, the first man there to nail Randolph. So now it's another fourth down for Hemingford. Fourth and five at the 35. Let's see what the Cats try here. Davis goes in. Buhite comes out. Turek in the huddle with his seven other Bobcats. Now they're up over the football, which is right in the middle of the field between the sideline stripes, that is, at the 35-yard line. Turek in the gun, turns, hands off to Davis, and Davis is going to be stopped nowhere. Nowhere. He goes nowhere. Nowhere close to a first down. On a fourth down and five, he was stopped at the... 35-yard line. So the Rebels take the football over at their own 35. Hemingford choosing to run on fourth and five, and Arcadia Loop City doing a great job defensively to stop Justin Davis for no game. 
And that's saying something because this guy ran for well over 200 yards last week against Arapaho. Two minutes remaining, third quarter. And um, Arcadia Loop City with the football in the eye. And the give is to Larchick. Same play that he fumbled the football a few minutes ago. This time he hangs on the foot to the football, but only gains about three yards. Second down and, well, a three-yard gain. Second down and seven at the 38. In our broadcast this afternoon, one of our sponsors is Western Valley Irrigation. See them for all their irrigation needs. Finally, Jones gets under center and calls his count. Rebels in the eye. And the give once again to the fullback, and quickly he's tackled by a Cade Payne. But not before Larchick gets across the 40 to the 39. So a gain of, we'll call it two. And it's third and five for Arcadia Loop City. Again, this is a co-op program. It's not a consolidated school. Arcadia has their public schools, and Luke City, a few miles away, has their public schools. That's a co-op in athletics. And they trade uh, football fields in hosting home teams. Third and five at the 39. And there's the pitch to Kusick running the left side. And he's going to be close to a first down at the 35-yard line. Selman in on the stop. Davis also in on the tackle for Hemming Ford. And they're going to mark it short of a first down. It's fourth down and about a half. Well, it's going to be closer to fourth and a whole yard. Fourth and a yard for Arcadia Luke City. I doubt we'll get a playoff before the third quarter is over. Maybe we'll get it off. Five seconds to play. No, Arcadia Luke City says... Even with the wind in our back, we're going to let the clock run out. That's the end of the third quarter with uh, Hemingford outscoring the Rebels 8 to nothing in that third quarter, but Arcadia Loop City still with a 20-point lead, 34-14. to Let's take a one-minute break, and we'll be back. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and also on Power 99. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Today's state playoff action is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Quarterback sneak by Jones. 
And this is going to be close. He, nope, he didn't make it. Hemi Ford held. So the Bobcats take the football over at the 35-yard line, their own 35. It was a straight-ahead sneak by Jones, but the center of the line led by Cade Payne brought him down a few inches short of the first down. And Hemingford stops the Rebels on fourth and a yard. And now the Bobcats looking to score. They're 45 yards away from the east end zone as Hemingford moving to our left here in the fourth quarter. And Turek is back to throw, and he fires to Davis. Wide open at the 20 to the 15. The 5. Justin Davis is in for a touchdown. 45-yard touchdown pass from Brian Turek to Justin Davis, and the Hemingford Bobcats are back in this football game. After trailing 34-6 to at halftime, they have narrowed the gap to 14-34-20 to on a 45-yard pass from Turek to Justin Davis. That was a beautiful play as Turek took the snap. Looked like he was going to run up to the middle, then he quickly dropped back to throw. He took two steps toward the line of scrimmage, then dropped back to throw. Fooled the defense. Davis was open, good for the 45 yards. Turek passes to keep that pass into the end zone to Davis, and it's good, and it's 34-22. to 22. So Justin Davis scores eight consecutive points for Hemingford on a 45-yard pass reception, and then the double extra point pass reception, and all of a sudden the Cats are only down by 12 points, and we have almost the entire fourth quarter to play, 11.45 left in this game, it's 34-22, to 22. Arcadia Loop City over, Hem- uh, over Hemingford, 34-22 on our West Coast scoreboard. Let's take a break. We'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and Power 99. Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971 and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You'll be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipmentinc.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. State football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Here's Gage Randolph's kick, and it's taken at the goal line by Rogers, and Rogers got away from a Hemingford tackler, and then Jace Myring brings him down at the 17-yard line. Hemingford man had a chance to grab Rogers back at about the five-yard line, but he got away and ran it up to the 17 before number three, Jace Myring, nailed him. That was a great tackle by Jace Myring because this Rogers has speed, and Jace is pretty fast in his own right. So here we go. To begin, just a few seconds into the fourth quarter, and Hemingford trailing by 12. After at one point trailing by 28, this has turned into a very entertaining football game. The ball at the 17, and the give is to Kusick, and Kusick lost the football, and Hemingford has 
their hands on it. It is a recovery at the 15-yard line. And this place is going bonkers. 51, Austin Ferrier in on the stop, or in on the fumble recovery. As one of the Hemingford men, I had his number for a minute, and then I lost it, popped Kusick at the, pretty much the line of scrimmage, and the ball went back another two yards, and then uh, Austin Ferrier fell on it at the 15-yard line. So Hemingford with a chance, and now there's another pass into the end zone. Touchdown, Justin Davis beat his man, and Hemingford is now has drawn within six points, 34 to 28, on a 15-yard touchdown pass. 15-yard touchdown pass to uh, Justin Davis. These guys are starting to score so fast, I can't get them written down fast enough. So it's 34 to 28, Hemingford looking to pull within two, a pull within four. Turek back to throw, throws into the end zone, intended for Davis, and it's knocked down. Nice defensive play by uh, the Rebels. Now, who else? Number 51, Clayton Deathless, knocked that pass down. But Hemingford is only one touchdown away from tying this game and then possibly going ahead on a two-point conversion. 34 to 28, we've got a wild one here at Bobcat Field in Hemingford on a Halloween afternoon that is anything but spooky. It's all entertaining. 34 to 28. And again, Hemingford taking the football over after the fumble by Cade Kusick. And in one play, Brian Turry connects with Justin Davis for 15 yards on a pass. A double extra point fails, and it's again 34 to 28. Now Gage, uh, Greg Randolph is set to kick off for Hemingford. Rogers, one of the deep men, and with the wind to his back, here's Randolph's kick, and it goes into the end zone and out of the end zone, and that'll uh, mean the Rebels take it over at their own 15. So again, if you just joined us, Hemingford trailed at halftime, actually was tied up at the end of the first quarter, 6-6. Six to six. Arcadia Loop City outscored Hemingford 28 to nothing in the second quarter to lead at halftime, 34 to six. And now Hemingford has outscored or Arcadia Loop City 22 to nothing here in this second half to pull within six, 34 to 28. And again, almost the entire fourth quarter to play, 11 and a half minutes to go. There's the flip to Kusick, and Kusick is running upfield close. I think he's got a first down across the 25 to the 26. Justin Davis on the stop for Hemingford, and he gets up limping just a little bit. Davis hit Kusick low, but Kusick ran over him. I'm sure Justin's going to shake it off. He's looking better already as he walks across the field to his uh, defensive back position on the right side. First down run by Kusick. 
and the ball is at the 27-yard line. And here's Kusick again. He's their bread and butter man. He breaks one tackle and gains seven or eight yards up to the 35-yard line before Selman's in on the stop. Selman stops him at the 35. And now Kusick is limping just a bit. As he heads back to the huddle, he's staying in the game. A hard-hitting football game, believe me. It's two fine Class D1 teams and programs. In the shotgun is Jones. And, no, it's a short snap to the fullback. And he's got the first down to the 39-yard line. Larchick took a quick snap. Nice uh, faking by the quarterback, Jones, because he acted as if he was getting the football and was going to throw. But the snap actually went to Larchick. And Larchick got to the 39, good for a first down. Ten minutes and 15 seconds left in our game. And on our West Coast scoreboard, it's Arcadia Loop City 34, Hemming Ford 28. Jones is in the gun, waiting on the snap from center, and it's a quick direct snap to Kusick, and Kusick is carrying people with him to the 35-yard line of Hemingford. That's a six-yard run to the 35. He was knocked out of bounds, so the clock stops. 9.53 to play. Second down and four at the 35. And there are fewer and fewer clouds around the Hemingford region this afternoon. We have pretty much 95% blue sky and a glorious sunshine uh, sunshine type day that is greeting uh, these football fans because that wind is a bit chilly about 52 degrees but the wind is out of the west at 15 miles an hour or so bringing the windshield down in the 40s and there's a timeout taken by a rebel timeout on the field 9.53 to go in the game Arcadia Loop City 34, Hemingford 28. Let's take a 30-second break. You're listening to High School Football Action on Double Q Country and Power 99. CarQuest Auto Parts in Loop City, independently owned and operated, and a proud supporter of all of the area athletes. At CarQuest in Loop City, customer service is driven by independent owners who are passionate about delivering excellence in everything they do. CarQuest serves our communities with integrity and passion, delivering the right products to the right place at the right time. Check out some of the unique products CarQuest Auto Parts offers. Farm and agriculture, heavy-duty, marine, motorcycles, lawn and garden. CarQuest Auto Parts, 653 O Street, Loop City. State football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Second and four for Arcadia Loop City at the 35, and there's Rogers with the football running the left side. And Austin Farragher in on the stop, short of the first down by about two yards. It might be closer to three yards short of the first down. So third and, well, we are going to call it third and two at the 33. The ball at the Hemingford 33. As the Rebels move to our right, to the west, into the wind, and with uh, the sun starting to get in their eyes a bit as they line up. And they're looking back to catch a pass, the sun out of their eyes. And there's the snap, the large check, 
And he's going to be close to the first down. Farragher in on the stop. Also getting up off the bottom of the pile is Buhite. And uh, he may measure for a first down here. Time out on the field for the measurement. And I think it's short. From my angle, I believe it's short by about a foot. That's my prediction. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. One tick inside nine minutes left in the game. 8.59 to play as the officials stretch the chains. And, yep, about a foot short of a first down. One foot short of a first down. So fourth down and one at the 31-yard line. And the Rebels huddling back at their own 35, trot up to the football, fourth and one at the 31. This is a huge play for both teams. And up under center is Kusick, and Kusick takes the snap, and he's got the first down, I do believe. A run to the 30. I think he's got it by a good yard. So first down Hemming, or first down Arcadia Loop City at the 30-yard line, which brings a big cheer from their crowd across the way. They brought, uh, looks like, three buses up here. There's a big, uh, what I call, charter buses, and then two yellow school buses. So I'm assuming that uh, the football team rode on one of the buses and uh, the fans rode on the others. But anyway, that's the biggest uh, away crowd, visiting crowd we've seen here all year. There have been schools a lot closer to Hemingford than Arcadia Loop City. Back to throw is Jones. The pass is knocked down by Ferreter. Austin Ferreter knocks the pass down. So it's second and ten. And that stops the clock with 8.27 to play in the game. So second and ten at the 30. Austin Ferreter getting his hands up in the air and knocking the pass down as it left the hands of Jones, the quarterback. So second and 10 from the 30 of Hemingford for Arcadia Loop City. And it's Jones in the gun. To his left is Kusick at the direct snap to Kusick. Kusick plows ahead for five yards or so to the 25-yard line. Good five-yard run by Kusick. Farragher in on the stop for Hemingford. So it's third and five for the Rebels. As the shadows begin to lengthen on this Halloween afternoon. And on third down and five, it's Jones in the gun. Gives off to Kusick. Kusick is getting a first down. It takes two Hemingford men to bring him down. Selman and Davis bring him down, but not before Kusick, the money ball player for Arcadia Loop City, runs for a first down to the 15-yard line of Hemingford. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country, KAAQ Alliance, and on Power 99, KKPR in Kearney. Kevin Horn with you in Hemingford this afternoon. On a first and 10 at the 15, Arcadia Loop City with the ball, direct snap to Kusick. He crosses the 15 and runs to the 12. Before Payne 
tackles him, grabbing both ankles and bringing him down. And the clock continues to run as the Rebels keep the ball on the ground. Still plenty of time, seven minutes and five seconds left in the game. Hemming Ford trailing by six, 34 to 28. But the Rebels beginning to threaten as they're down on the uh, 13-yard line of Hemingford. Jones in the gun with a man to his left and a man to his right. Direct snap, though, goes to Kusick. He bounces off one of the Hemingford players, runs the right side, and is finally shoved out of bounds at the two-yard line by Carter Buhite. So that will be first and goal at the two-yard line for Arcadia Loop City. Boy, this is a money drive for these Rebels after Henningford just completely ripped the momentum right out of the hands of Arcadia Loop City, scoring two touch, two quick touchdowns within 20 seconds of each other to pull within six. But the Rebels have calmly moved the ball down the field, and there's the give to Kusick. He's uh, stopped about a yard short of the goal line. And not only is this uh, a drive that's potentially going to put the Rebels up by two touchdowns, but it's taking a lot of time off the clock because Hemingford scored that touchdown to pull within six with about 11 and a half minutes left in the game. Now we're down to six minutes and 12 seconds left in the game. And timeout taken by Arcadia Loop City. Second and goal from the three with six minutes and 12 seconds left in the game. Rebels lead the Bobcats 34 to 28. We'll take a 30 second break. You're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and Power 99. When you want the very best, Lucy Trotter, where you always get more for your dollar. We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door, and that's what we're here for, Go See Trotter. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska, Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time, quality is what you'll find, we're your neighbors and your friends, Go See Trotter. Today's state football playoff game is brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed Dealer. So timeout is over and play is set to resume on second and goal from the three for the Rebels. Under center is Jones, the quarterback, and he is going to pass the football into the end zone. Is it caught? It is caught, but it's not a touchdown as the receiver caught the ball just outside the goal line. And the Hemingford defender pushed him out of bounds. I believe catching the football was number five. Yes, it was for Arcadia Loop City. And that's Tucker Quinn, and I think Luke Cullen pushed him out of bounds. So third down and goal from the one-yard line now for the Rebels. Six minutes, four seconds left in the game. And Jones is under center, and he gives it to his fullback, and he stopped short of the goal line. Larchick stopped short of the goal line by about a half a yard, and that brings up fourth down and half a yard to go for a touchdown for Loop uh, City, Arcadia Loop City. So here we go. 
Hemingford trailing by six. Loop City with the football at the half-yard line. Will they go up by two touchdowns, or will Hemingford hold and have a chance to drive for the time score? And the quarterback powers straight ahead, and Hemingford stops him. The quarterback, Jones, powers straight ahead, and that surging Hemingford line stopped Jones short of the goal line by about a foot, maybe a foot and a half. Holy cow, what a goal line stand by the Bobcats. The back of that football is just a couple of inches from the goal line. So Hemingford has the entire length of the football field to travel 79 and 79.9 yards. And it's Turek handing off to his eye back, which is Davis, and he's tackled just outside the goal line, maybe one foot on the le- uh, to the left of the goal line. Had he been uh, 18 inches further to the west, it had been a safety. This reminds me of Nebraska down in the Gator Bowl a few years ago when Tommy uh, Armstrong was tackled right near the goal line and then threw a 99 and three-quarters yards touchdown pass. Second and nine and a half, Turek back in his own end zone to throw. He hits Cullen at the eight-yard line. That gets them some breathing room, but that's going to bring up third down and a yard, maybe two yards for Hemingford. The ball at the nine-yard line, and they have to get just beyond the 10 for a first down. So third and one for Hemingford. Turek dropped back a good four or five yards in his own end zone before releasing the ball. Just about everybody in the stands are on their feet, and there's the give. No, Turek keeps it himself. He runs for a first down. He fights off a man across the 20 to the 22-yard line. Chase of John Elway in the Super Bowl a few years ago. Against Green Bay is Turek determined to get that first down, and he did. Got across the 20 to the 22. He only needed to get to about the 10 and a half, but it was a great fake by Turek. He easily got the first down, but then he wanted more than just the first down. He wanted extra yardage, and he fought off a man, and he got it to the 22. Turek back in the gun on first and 10. Drops back to throw. He's under a rush, gets away from a man. Fires the football downfield. Oh, Davis couldn't control it. Nice defense by Preston Rogers. He got up in the air. I think he, just for a split second, blocked the view of Justin Davis with the ball coming down. And Davis wasn't able to control it. He got a hand on the football but wasn't able to bring it in. So it's second and 10, Hemingford, at their own 22. That probably wouldn't have gone for a touchdown, but Hemingford would have had the ball between the 30 and 35 if Davis could have hauled it in. Second and 10 at the 22. Hemingford trailing by six with 3.47 to go in the game, and there's a give to Buhite, and he gains maybe a half yard or a yard on the play. He ran off the right side. Third down and nine for Hemingford at their own 23. Three and a half minutes to go. On our West Coast scoreboard, 
34 to 28, Arcadia Loop City leading the Cats, but Hemingford with a chance to tie the game if they can keep moving the ball down the field. Bobcats in the eye, Davis in the top of the eye, and the fake to Davis. Turek back to throw. Brian's going to run the football. Brian's going to lose the football, and Arcadia Loop City is going to recover the football at the 27-yard line of Hemingford. Turek didn't get it tucked away, and the Rebels came in and knocked the ball out of his hands and recovered at the 27-yard line. Ryan might have gotten the first down, or he might have only been a yard short, so that was a huge fumble. Still time to play, 3:01 left in the game, 34-28, Arcadia Loop City with the six-point lead. After leading at one point by 28, 34 to 6 at halftime. That means Ford has outscored the Rebels 22 to nothing here in the second half. Three minutes to go in the game. The Rebels with the ball at the 29 of Hemingford. They give us to the fullback. He goes nowhere. Well, now he gets maybe a yard before four or five red Bobcat jerseys bring him down. And quickly a timeout taken by Hemingford to stop the clock with two minutes and 52 seconds left in the game. Hemingford should have, and I think they have two timeouts left. That's what the scoreboard is showing us. Arcadia Loop County, or Loop City, with one timeout left. So the Cats huddle with Coach Haas over here at the uh, 25-yard line in front of their bench. The Rebels across the way huddling around their coaching staff. Again, the winner of this game will move on to quarterfinal action to take on either Burwell or Sutherland, two teams that Hemingford has seen earlier this year, and Arcadia Loop City has also seen those two teams this year. We're ready to resume action now. 34-28, Hemingford trailing by six points. And there's the flip to Kusick, and Kusick runs the right side. We got a, we have a flag on the play during the run. Kusick gains well, maybe a yard before Cade Payne brings him down. But the flag is back at the 27, and the official says holding on the Rebels. So well, that'll cost them 10 yards from the 27 back to about the 37. And the clock is stopped with 2.47 to play. So now it's second down and 19 or 20 for the Rebels. Second down and 17, actually, for the Rebels. They have to get to the 18-yard line for a first down, and the ball is at the 35, so... That's second and 17, and Jones is back in the gun. He has three men split out to the right, a quick pass to Quinn, and Quinn's going to gain some yardage up to the, or down to the 21-yard line, short of a first down by two or three yards. Timeout Hemingford. Cats have one timeout remaining. Clock is stopped with 2.37 to go in the game. And it's third down now 
and about five. So on a second and 17. Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today. Today's state playoff action is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Sideline. They get up over the football. Waiting for the official to spot the ball and let the players know that action may resume. Not sure what the holdup is. Now we now we're ready to play. Third down and five from the uh, 22 or 23 yard line. And there's the give to Kusick. He's running the left side. He cuts back in. We have another flag on the play. Luke Cullen is clapping his hands because he believes that uh, Lorchick, the fullback, uh, held him. And yes, he did. The official calling holding on Arcadia Loop City. And that run by Kusick was only short of a first down by about a yard or two. But now it's going to be a long third and 15 for Arcadia Loop uh, City. And the holding call on the Rebels moves the ball back to the 32-yard line. Third down and 15 from the 32 of Hemingford. And that play took only six seconds, 2.31 to go in the game. And on the penalty, of course, the clock stopped. Three players for the Rebels split out wide to the right. Jones is in the gun. Jones waiting on the snap from center, gets the snap, drops back to throw. Ferreter after him. The pass down the field is incomplete. Justin Davis back defending as was, I believe, Luke Cullen. Yes, Cullen back there as well. The Rebels had a man open, but uh, the ball went over his head. So now it's fourth and 15 for the Rebels. Again, the ball at the 33-yard line. And we'll see, we'll see what happens here. Both teams with one timeout left. 2.25 left in our game, 34-28. to 28, The Rebels lead. And on a fourth and 15, it looks like the Rebels are going to punt. And we have... A delay of game called on the Rebels. So that's going to move the ball from the 31 back to the 36. So now it's fourth and 20 at the 36-yard line of Hemingford. So the, the punter will be kicking the ball into the west wind. Davis. Justin Davis stands at his 10-yard line. The punter, Larchick, stands at the 32. 
his own 32. Good snap from center. He gets the kick away, and it's a short kick, and it bounds. However, nicely, it takes a nice roll for the the um, Rebels down to the 10-yard to the line. So Hemingford has 70 yards of real estate to negotiate if they want to tie up this football game and possibly go ahead. If they can get a touchdown, it would be tied 34-34. to 34. If they can get the double extra point, the Cats would lead by two. 2.17 left in our contest. So Hemingford huddles back at about their five-yard line. The wind is at their back. They're moving from right to left, from east to west. Turek is in the gun. And he takes a snap from center, drops back to throw, looking for a receiver. He's going to run the football. This time he tucks it away and gets out of bounds at about the 19-yard line. Good job, Brian Turek, of taking care of that football this time. Well, you learn by your mistakes, and he's only a sophomore. And he had that football out just a little bit too far the last time he carried it, and the Rebels poked it free and recovered, but fortunately for Hemingford, they were unable to score. Second down and five, a five-yard run by Turek. Brian is back in the gun, and he gives to Davis running the left side. Davis cuts back upfield across the 25 with the 30. He was one step from breaking it. He's got it up the way up to the 32-yard line. Nice tackle on the play, saving the day for Arcadia Loop City. I believe it was Kusick. Uh, Justin Davis was one step from taking it all the way, just that close. Two minutes to go in the game, and the Cats are up over the football on a first down run by Justin Davis at the 32. And Turek hands off to Davis again. This time he runs the right side, but not much real estate, maybe a yard on the play. To the 33-yard line, 32 or 33. Let's mark it at the 33. So that brings up second and long eight or a, or a short nine. Take your pick. A minute and a half to go in the game. Still lots of time. You remember what happened against Sutherland. The Cats didn't score the winning touchdown until there were only six seconds left in the game. Minute 20 to play. And Turek is back to throw. He's got lots of time. He gets his pass off to Plogue, and it's over. Plogue's head almost intercepted, but the defender for Arcadia Loop City cannot hold on to the football. Turek led Plogue a little too far, and the pass is incomplete. So third down and nine for Hemingford at the 33. Turek has thrown more in the second half of this game, I believe, in any other game this year, including the lopsided losses to Mullen, Burwell, and South Loop. Third and nine, Hemingford at their own 33, a minute 13 to go. Turek is back in the gun. He has two men split to the left. Turek takes the shotgun snap, quickly fires the ball. It's incomplete, intended for view height. He got the pass away a little bit too quickly, maybe, and it fell short, about two yards in front of view height. So now it's fourth and nine hemming forward at the 33. Fourth and nine with a minute nine to go in the game and timeout taken by Hemingford. Timeout Hemingford, a minute nine to go in the game and on our West Coast scoreboard, 
It's the Rebel 34 and Hemming Ford 28. Let's take a 30-second break. Erickson Ford in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Offering superior sales and service for our valued customers, we look forward to serving you. Erickson Ford in Loop City offers new Ford cars, crossovers, SUVs, trucks, and commercial trucks. You can find your dream car from our beautiful Ford showroom. To see our fine selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, stop and see us at 813 P Street in Loop City. Or you can shop online at WeSellService.com. Erickson Ford in Loop City, built Ford proud. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck, teams, from everyone at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC to throw, has plenty of time pass intended for Randolph and get, uh, Greg cannot hold the football, pass is incomplete and the Rebels are going to take the football over no timeouts left so the Rebels can take the, a knee probably twice and will win this football game Turek had lots of time to throw and he got the pass away but Cullen just couldn't handle it I'm not sure if he had handled it, if he would have gotten the first down. But it's all a mute point now because the pass was incomplete with a minute four left in the game. And the Rebels taking over the football at the Hemingford 34. I'm sure Jones will just drop to his knee a couple of times. Again, Hemingford with no timeouts left. Jones is under center. And he takes, gets the snap and drops to a knee. And that's going to probably do it. One more play for the Rebels, two at the most. There's no way that Hemingford will get the football back unless some there's some fluky fumble. 45 seconds to go in the game. 34-28, the Rebels by six. 40 seconds to play. It's second and 11. Rebels with the football at the Hemingford 35. Jones is under center. And he drops to a knee after receiving the snap with 27 seconds to play. And I think that's probably going to do it. 19 seconds left in the game. Third and 13 at the 36. And the Rebels are starting to walk over to their crowd and salute them with seven seconds to go. Five seconds and players are going to meet at the center of the field. And that's the ball game, 34-28 to 28 in what was an incredibly entertaining football game this afternoon between the Hemingford Bobcats and the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. Game was tied 6-6 to six at the end of the first quarter. Arcadia Loop City outscored Hemingford 28 to nothing in the second quarter to lead 34 to 6 at halftime and then Hemingford outscored the Rebels 22 to nothing in the second half and come up short by 6 points 34 to 28. Congrats to the Rebels, they improved to 6 and 4 on the season and will advance to the quarterfinals against Burwell or Sutherland. Hemingford ends their season with a record of 6 and 4. 
The Cats started out 0-3, then won six straight before dropping this tough one this afternoon, 34-28 to Arcadia, Loop City. Let's take a 90-second uh, break, and then we'll be back to recap the scoring. 90-second break, you're listening to high school football playoff action on Double Q Country and on Power 99. Late. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had, it directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, to perspective, just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. It made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are Ron and Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Every day you rise early, sip your coffee, pull on your boots, and go to work. And the team at Pioneer is with you. When you're choosing which product to plant on which part of which field, we're with you. When you're plotting out your planting schedule as winter turns to spring, we're there too. And when you climb into the combine to harvest another bumper crop, there's no question where we are. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. State football brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 5-9, Q Country. So on this sun-splashed Halloween afternoon, the Hemingford football players and the Arcadia Loop City football players meet in the middle of the field and all take a knee and join together in a post-game prayer that is always so heartwarming to see. Following the prayer, the um, Arcadia player, Arcadia Loop City players went over to the south side of the field and saluted their fans that made that long four-hour trip from the Arcadia Loop City, maybe it's closer to five hours, all the way up Highway 2 to uh, Hemingford and saluted those fans. I believe many of them took a bus up here. There are three buses located over there on the... Uh, southeast side of the field. But uh, it was a dandy of a football game. Again, the Rebels winning by six, 34-28, and Hemingford sees their 2018 season end on this Halloween afternoon. Again, winning six football games this year and losing four, those four losses to four quality football games. It was so impressive to see the Bobcats come back. That's one thing they can certainly not uh, hang their heads about today is how much intestinal fortitude they showed in coming back with a chance to actually win this game after being down by 28 points at halftime. The scoring went like this. Justin Davis started it for Hemingford on a two-yard run with 434 left in the first quarter. Then Keaton Kusick, the money ball player for the Rebels, at least offensively, scored on a two-yard run. Uh, both times the double extra point attempt uh, failed for Hemingford and 
the Rebels, and it was 6-6 six to six at the end of the first quarter. Then Kusick scored on a one-yard run, and then he scored on a two-yard run. Those two touchdowns coming about two and a half minutes apart. Both times the double extra point failed, and the uh, Rebels led 18-6. to six. Then with 2.15 left to go in the second quarter, a two-yard touchdown pass from Jones, uh, Jaden Jones to Tucker Quinn. And then Jones uh, threw the double extra point pass, uh, good to Deathleff, and it was 26-6. to A couple of minutes later, after the Rebels got the football back, a beautiful long bomb, a long pass of 42 yards from Jones to Preston Rogers. Kusick ran in the double extra point, and it was 34-6, to and that was our halftime score. Uh, Brian Turek scored on a... Our Brian Turek, uh, then on, in the third quarter, tossed a touchdown pass to Luke Cullen for two yards. Cade Payne ran in the double extra point, and uh, Hemingford pulled within 20 at 34 to 14. And that was the score at the end of the third quarter. Then, with 15 seconds gone in the fourth quarter, uh, Brian Davis received a 45-yard pass from or Justin Davis, I should say, received that 45-yard pass from Brian Turek. And uh, Hemingford scored on the two-point conversion, and all of a sudden the Cats were down by 12, 34-22. to 22. A few seconds later, following a fumble by the Rebels, uh, Davis took a 15-yard pass into the end zone, but the double extra point failed, and it was 34-28. to 28. And, uh, you know, there was still over 11 minutes to go in the game when Hemingford pulled within six. But Arcadia Loop City rose to the occasion, played some good defense, and kept Hemingford out of the end zone. The Bobcats had a great goal line stand in that fourth quarter as well, stopping uh, the Rebels when they had the ball at the one-yard line. So fine play on both sides of the football this afternoon. Again, 34 to 28, our final, Arcadia Loop City over Hemingford. Congratulations to the Rebels on winning the game. Congrats to the Bobcats on a very entertaining season. It's been our pleasure to bring it to you on Alliance Radio Station Double Q Country. Good luck to the Rebels as they face uh, a familiar opponent in either Burwell or Sutherland uh, next uh, Tuesday, November 6th. If Burwell uh, can uh, win their football game against Sutherland, they would actually enter that contest with a record of 10-0, and 0, a fine football team. So, again, 34-28, to 28, Arcadia Loop City defeats uh, Hemingford today here at Bobcat Field in Hemingford. Thanks again to the folks in Kearney, Doug Duda, and uh, the crew at Power 99 for inviting us to bring you the game on their airwaves today and to our dedicated listeners of Double Q Country and Alliance. And, of course, super thanks to our in-studio engineer, Jason Wentworth, who does a great job running the controls and hopefully making us sound as good as possible. Kevin Horn, bidding you a pleasant Wednesday afternoon. Have yourself a fun and safe Halloween. And with that, we bid you good afternoon from Hemingford, Nebraska. 
proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 